Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. What's your take, the fans' take on this Packers team as it's been going on throughout the year? Because I'm sure there's a lot of good, screw that, they deserve it. I hope they lose every game. I'm sure there's a lot of that in Detroit. Uh, believe it or not, Sparky, and you're not going to want to hear this because uh, nobody cares about you guys anymore. It, it's all about... It, it, That's it, great. It, it I love that. True. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the Green Bay Packers. Some people care about the Minnesota Vikings and what they're doing with Josh Dobbs. Of course, they lost to the Broncos the other day. And exactly. I, I mean, it's all been focused on the Lions. And they're 8-2 for the first time since 1962. 19, that's 61 years. And I think everybody's been just pretty much caught up with the Lions fever so much that you mentioned the Lions defense. It's been atrocious since week seven. In fact, I have a stat for you that's truly horrifying if you're a Lions fan. But uh, according to the Lions defense since week seven, success rate, they're 31st, and EPA, 32nd. So they are struggling, which is a great thing for your offense. So I've looked at Jordan Love, and what, two of the last three games, he's got a QBR of over 100, which is pretty impressive. I think what really kills the Lions is the ability to run the football if you're a quarterback. Love doesn't do that all that much. The last game, Lions held them to minus two yards rushing. The yep. last game in Lions, the last game in Lambeau, it was a different Lions team. It really did. The defense got home. The defensive line wreaked all kinds of havoc. That's now all gone away. So I do think you're going to see a very close game. Since the Lions got blitzed in Baltimore and they got rolled by Lamar and John Harbaugh and company, they they beat the Raiders, but the Raiders blow, right, on Monday Night TV. Sure. And then they followed that up with a lackluster performance, two lackluster performances, if we're being kind of obvious. They went to Los Angeles and they allowed five straight possessions by Justin Herbert scoring touchdowns. And they won by Dan Campbell going for it on fourth and two. And then last week against the Bears, they were sunk. They were dead. Justin Fields did a little dance and a shimmy oh, and yeah. was saying, we beat you. Next thing you know, the Lions score 14 points unanswered, and they end up somehow coming away with a victory. But they really are kind of teetering. They, they don't seem to be that same dominant Lions team that we saw in, I don't know, weeks one through six. Okay. So I got some good news for you. The Packers' offensive line sucks. Okay? <laughs> so... Uh, left tackle has been Rasheed Walker, you know, first year starting at left tackle, inexperienced guy who, again, Hutchinson ate. Uh, and I am assuming he will eat again. Uh, they're going to try play Yash Diamond over there. Maybe he's a little bit better. But if they don't double Hutchinson and make him the point of concern, whether that's a tight end over there helping the left tackle or whatever, Hutchinson's going to have a field day again. He just is. Uh, the right guard, John Runyon, is horrible. Uh, they've been rotating in a second-year player, Sean Ryan, a drive here, a drive there, trying to figure out right guard. So right guard, left tackle are truly abysmal. Zach Tom and right tackle, good. Uh, Myers at center, Matt LaFleur said this is maybe the best year he's had, uh, but he hasn't been very good most of his career in Green Bay. Uh, so that's still a question mark there, uh, but maybe not as horrible. Uh, and Elton Jenkins used to be really, really, really good. Uh, and has suffered injuries earlier this year and has been slow to kind of come back to form or whatever the case may be at left guard. We've had miscommunication on the offensive line where guys are clearly in the wrong space trying to block the same guy uh, and so forth. Uh, so that's been an issue. My big concern as a Packer fan is two things. One, not getting Jordan Love killed because if he survives <laughs> Detroit, then he's got Kansas City the next week. 
Then after that, then they've got five games with teams that are as bad as them or worse. So that rest of that schedule, I'm pretty happy with. But he's got to survive the next two weeks not getting killed. So I'm concerned about that. Other concern about the Joe Barry defense, which everybody here still wants Joe Barry fired, uh, the defensive coordinator, is can they stop the run? Because the last time, Gibbs really wasn't a factor. They weren't really playing him. Uh, Montgomery was the guy. Gibbs really wasn't getting a lot of run. Now, I didn't watch this last week, Lions-Bears game, but in the last couple of weeks, based on my kids' fantasy numbers with Gibbs, it looks like he started to get a lot more run in that Lions offense. When Montgomery went out, they had to play him. And, oh, look at that. He's really good. That's why we took him there, Dan Campbell. So now I'm concerned that the run might, you know, are we going to see 15 runs? From Montgomery, 15 runs from Gibbs. Gibbs going to catch five balls out of the backfield. Is that what Green Bay defense is up for? All right, so let's start with your offensive line and the Lions defensive line that you talked about, right? Last time the Lions played the Packers at Lambeau, that D-line was all over Jordan Love. And they dominated you guys in the first half. You guys came back in the second half a little bit. Lions ended up winning by 14. Since that point, the Lions played the Falcons where they had five sacks. But if you look at the Packers and the Lions as a team, they both have 23 sacks, kind of lower in the NFL. You're so worried about Aiden Hutchinson. Yes, he gets pressures. Yes, he gets hurries. Yes. Some people say, yeah, I don't know if you saw this. Chicago Bear fans were calling him a crier and a whiner. And then, of course, he sacks Justin Fields to end the game. It was a strip fumble, ball game safety. But he's had one sack in four games. So he gets doubled, and they have nobody else that can really pick up the slack, whether it's Aline McNeil, John Kaminsky, Benito Jones, Isaiah Bugs, who didn't play last game. They have nobody else that can get home. So it was interesting because at the trade deadline, every Lions fan was like, oh, please, Brad Holmes, please, 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 go out and get some D-line help. We are a special team. Go help us. And they did nothing with the exception of going to get a receiver who played like three snaps the other day at Donovan Peoples-Jones. And when you saw Chase Young went to... Uh, the Niners, for a third-round pick. I remember I was listening to Valente, our afternoon drive show, and um, I I was uh, it was was Halloween, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's right. And and I'm listening to Mike and Rico, our afternoon show. They're fantastic. And Mike literally picked up a chair and threw it and broke the chair when Chase Young went to the Niners for a third-round pick instead of Detroit. Like, it's ridiculous because as good as Brad Holmes has been, and he's been awesome as the GM of the Lions, For some reason or another, they have it in their mind, this culture thing. They will never bring a guy in that's not going to fit their so-called culture. So they had a great chance to go out and make their biggest weakness a strength in the D-line. There was guys we had, as you know, they did nothing. So I wouldn't worry so much about Jordan Love getting killed on Thanksgiving because they can't get home, and every quarterback they've gone against has had ridiculous amounts of time. Even last week. Justin Fields, all kinds of time, they just settled for way too many field goals. Week before, Justin Herbert carved them apart. So it's not the same defensive line as it was. As far as the offense is concerned, Jameer Gibbs has been great. He's been great since week. When did David Montgomery go down? I believe it was week five. He's been outstanding. He's coming to his own, and he can kill you both ways. He catches the ball way more out of the backfield than he runs the football because David Montgomery is more about that. But yes, he can definitely hurt you. And David Montgomery has picked up where he's left off. Like, he was awesome against you guys. He was awesome to start the season against this great offensive line. Then he got injured for a couple games with a thigh injury. He's come back, and he's kind of finding his way back. But 
He scored the game-winning touchdown against his former team on Sunday, the Bears, so that had to feel good for him. But it's not even those two guys you got to worry about. Like, Jared Goff is a top-three quarterback in football, despite throwing three picks the other day against Chicago. He looked horrendous. All of a sudden, Jamison Williams, their first-round pick of two years ago, 12th overall. But he was hurt the first year. I mean, in in regards to that, he was hurt the first year, so. Right, right. And and then he was suspended for four games this year. It was supposed to be six games. All of a sudden, he's been good. Amon Ross St. Brown's been sensational. And Josh Reynolds is a very very unspoken receiver. Like, nobody ever talks about him, but he continues to just perform well. So, you're going to have a tough time stopping this offense. Add that to the fact that it's at Ford Field. It's not outside. Goff, not traditionally in the cold, good outside. So, I, I do believe the Lions will be able to put up the points. They can kill you both on the ground and in the air. But as far as you guys are concerned, I think the Packers will score their fair share of points as well because there's zero pass rush. There's just zero pass rush.